Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm really fucking sick I'm back at 311 And Marilyn Manson I wish someone would break his fucking neck And what about Bush And Lane are so racist And talk about pretentious Why don't they just broke it off the map Every now and then I turn it on again But it's plain to see that the radio still sucks Every now and then I turn it on again But it's plain to see that the radio still sucks Alright, coming at you once again, rock and roll in your face the way you like it, podcast style. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast. We've been doing this for over five years now. I think we're starting to finally maybe a little bit get good. Yeah, we're, we're making progress. We're getting there. Yeah. I'm Aaron Camaro, that's Chris Sinzak, and we're here to rock your faces off today. I'm hoping by the time I'm a senior citizen, I'll have it down perfectly. We will. We'll be great. We'll be the, the top-rated iTunes podcast for rock and roll elderly people. We'll be sponsored by Werther's and Metamucil. Yes, I can't wait. It's that's very, that's very metal. <laughs> <laughs> metal like the walker you use. Right, totally. So uh, we're not alone this week. No, because we're busting out a Radio Sucks radio show. And, you know, talking about how far we've come in five years, you know, one testament to that is our special VIP program that we've got going on. And we've got people that donate to the show, and they get some extra shows for themselves to enjoy. Um, We do the Chris and Aaron show. We've been releasing the Farm Rock Adventures, which is drunken debauchery at its best. I get to hear what I forgot. Right, yeah, and me too. It's great. Um, kind of. <laughs> a little embarrassing, but a lot of fun. And, you know, one of the big perks of being a VIP is the fact that if you make that big donation to the show, that we are more than happy to have you come on and host an episode with us. Yes. And so that's exactly what we're doing today with a Radio Sucks radio show. We've got three going on today, three hosts. Yes. And joining us today is one of our favorite people in the whole wide world, our rock and roll brother, our VIP friend, this is Brian Davis. What's going on, Brian? Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm glad Paola is alive and well on podcasting. Totally is. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah Brian. Well, speaking of growing old, you know, I'm sitting here in my Depends, and I, I'm totally ready to rock with you guys. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. All right, don't soil, don't soil yourself yet. Gosh. No. <laughs> Wait till you get to my picks. Yeah, that's right. Right. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, it's awesome to have you on, and uh, you... you you are programming this show and you're co-hosting the show. So 
this is also kind of a week off for Aaron and I. We didn't have to do much work at all in preparation for this, and that works great for us. Yeah, all we really exactly. have to do is approve the playlist, and man, I've got no complaints of what we're going to be hearing well, today. All kinds of good stuff. I did have to make him modify it a little bit. Oh, the, you did? Yeah, the, the Justin Bieber and the Kanye West stuff that he had picked <laughs> initially, I was just like, I can't do that, man. It's just not going to happen. Good for you. Well, you know, orig- originally I was just going to do Rush's 2112, Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, and then some little-known Irish folk rock band called Hair of the Dog and just be done with it. Right. But I, I decided not to abuse my privileges. Oh, yeah. We've, we've made Hair of the Dog from Ireland rich. Yeah, we have. I know. Inadvertently. They, those guys got to just be like, what the hell's going on in the United States all of a sudden? Big surge in popularity <laughs> from this hard rock podcast. That's funny. Well, we're going to have all kinds of good rock and roll discussion to bring your way today. But before we get to all that with Brian we got to take care of some business, and it is my favorite way to start the Decibel Geek podcast. It's the way that makes me feel real good inside every single week, and it's my opportunity to read one of these sweet-ass five-star iTunes reviews. This one's titled, These Guys Go to 11, and it goes a little something like this. Hey, guys, great work with the music history. Really enjoy the year-in-review episodes, but honestly, all the episodes are fun and engaging, too. Just spent an entire weekend listening to as many episodes as I could squeeze in. So please keep doing what you do, keep doing what you do, and up the irons. Nice. Heck yeah, man. Short, sweet, to the point, rock and roll. That's the way I like it. Comes to us from Dig It Deeper. Digit it's Deeper. Digit Deeper. Well, Are I'm you going sure? with Digit because well, I'm sick in the head, and I think that's the greatest uh, iTunes name of all time. Digit Deeper? <laughs> yeah. Digit Deeper. Okay, it's five stars at any rate, Maybe and we love it. it. I'm it sorry. Could be dig it deeper. Yeah, if I if I got disgusting on your iTunes name, I apologize. Your whole perception of this is really wacky. I know, man. I've been married a long time. You know, your brain starts going in weird places after so many years of marriage. So that's funny. My wife never listens, so I don't have to worry about it. It's the biggest joke to yourself, but it's probably not even right. I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> That's great. All right, so Digit or Dig It Deeper, thank you, and uh, we have to talk about some other special people this week. Heck, yeah, the people that really enjoyed our episode last week, and, man, we had a lot of fun bringing it to you. Brandon Gibbs was cool enough to spend some time with us, give us that inside information on the inner workings of what it's like to kind of be a member of Poison right now. and. Big news and things coming up like that. That's fantastic. He was a super cool guy. We had an awesome time at Farm Rock. Thanks to everybody that was a part of that. And, you know, can't wait. We got the announcement that it's going to be happening again next year. So, hey, plan on it next summer. Well, you guys can all come to Nashville and party with us for Farm Rock. It's going to be good, I'm sure. So, yeah, the uh, Geeks of the Week this week, all you got to do is share on Facebook, retweet on Twitter. And these are the people that did that for last week's Brandon Gibbs interview. Geeks of the Week this week are Chad Wagner, Brant Cattell, Joe Royland, Sit and Spin with Joe, Aaron Baker, Joe Mama's Wrestling Podcast, Kevin Williams, Dan Chappett, Derek Leba, Brian Knapp, Danielle Childress, Adam Cox, Brad Schick, Wayne Cross, Mikhail Burrell, Paul Korn, Mark Alden-Taylor, Andrew Jacobs, Rock and Ron Runyon, Sean Cullen, Joe Lascon, Brent Walter, Derek Novak, Music Mags and Wags, Chas Stanley, some guy named Brandon Gibbs shared it. Very cool. Ernesto Aguiar, the Terrence, Mark, and Jake experience. That podcast keeps adding a name every time I check it. And the Mooger Fooger. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks everybody out there sharing it and retweeting it, getting the word out. Grassroots, rock and roll style. That's the way we got to do it around here at Decibel Geek. We're not a multi-million dollar corporation. Yes. We rely on the kindness and the charity of those who would like to come on the show with us. That's right. That's what we're doing today. We need about 10,000 more of you to do that uh, that level of VIP that Brian did, and we'll be set. Yeah. 
Well, I'll spread the word, guys. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Either that or, Brian, you're going to do this 10,000 more times. Right. That'll work. Well, that... <laughs> <laughs> I'm speechless. I'm speechless. And we haven't even gotten started yet. I know. That's my Gene Simmons training <laughs> coming into play. All right, so well, let's kick off the first song of the show. This is Radio Sucks Radio Show, Volume 25. Wow. So, Brian, what do you got first? All right, first, we're going to go with Aerosmith. And so, you know, the thing about Aerosmith is their best era and the one that I got into is the 1970s era. But if you listen to regular radio, all you're going to hear is Dream On, Walk This Way, or Sweet Emotion. And so they really leave out a lot of the amazing stuff from the 70s. They do. And so on that same um, Toys in the Attic album is really an, an underrated song, and that's Round and Round. Um, and really the unsung hero of it is Brad Whitford um, because he co-wrote songs you know, like Last Child, Nobody's Fault, and Kings and Queens, and then the very underrated Voodoo Medicine Man. And so really Stephen and Joe get the, get the press, but Brad Whitford really writes some amazing stuff. And so I'm going to go with Round and Round on this one.
just telling Aaron before the show, I, I can't believe that in five years, I, that I've either either of us have ever not played that song. So that, and you know, here on Desk, we'll geek, we play plenty of old rock and roll Aerosmith, so we've had plenty of opportunities, but uh, perfect placement on that one today. And yeah, you're right. You know, I remember talking with Jeremy and Phil just a few weeks back when mm-hmm. we did the Guitar Duos episode, and we really talked about how... Brad Whitford is the heart and soul and the backbone of Aerosmith. Yes. And I don't know if you guys have heard any of the new... Uh, Whitford St. Holmes? Yeah, yeah. man. I yeah. actually ordered it this week, so I'm excited to, to check it out. It's really good. Awesome. Brian, um, you get a chance to hear that yet? I haven't. I mean, I've heard the original album, and that's awesome. So I'm hoping it's equally as good. So yeah, and definitely click on the Amazon link when, when you buy that. <laughs> Heck yeah. Nice. This is a real co-host right here. You're fired. I know. I know where my bread is buttered. <laughs> Jeez, man. Like, you can't fire me. This is my show. <laughs> like, have fun in California, Chris, and don't come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you better watch it. Next week when you're out of town, I might have a different co-host. Damn. I know. And he's and Brian lives in California. I'm going to fly there, and he's going to fly here, and then I'm going to be yeah. seated. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it goes. Podcasting is a cutthroat business. Oh man! Speaking of uh, <laughs> speaking of cutthroat, speaking of cutthroat, a band that had to make a huge uh, change recently, and their lead vocalist. What's your next pick? Uh, well, I got ACDC, and so again, you like Aerosmith. It's you know you're only going to hear you shook my all night long and and back and black on regular radio, and you know for the Brian Johnson era, Flick of the Switch is probably the most forgotten album, and but yeah. it's really the last album where he. He really has the power in his voice, and you know, because after after Flick of the Switch, it becomes Fly on the Wall, which sounds like it was recorded underwater. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just it, it it really killed off quality wise, and so to me, Flick of the Switch is this balls out nonstop the whole way through. I love this album so much. I still have an old school Blacklight poster hanging on my wall at work. So um, people, nice. my coworkers that will end up listening to this know what I'm talking about. Heck yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, I think Flick of the Switch is probably one of the most underrated ACDC albums. You know, people always think about Back in Black, you know, the the big ones, Highway to Hell and all that. But Flick of the Switch is a strong album. Mm-hmm. It came at a strange time for ACDC because these guys were not at their popularity peak in 1983. You know, they were kind of on a downslide there for a little bit. And the production on this one is different because it's more... It's more raw, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And I like that. You know, and I just recently picked up Flick of the Switch and really truly gave it some good listens because it is truly an over uh, overlooked album even by myself. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw it and it was at the right price, it's like, yeah, I got to get that and sit down and listen to it. It deserves to be, you know, I got to hear it. Mm-hmm. And I was blown away by how good it was because I'd forgotten because I think I probably only heard it a handful of times in my whole life. Yeah. But, man, yeah, great album all the way through. So I guess they originally wanted to call the album uh, I Like Rock. They just wanted to keep it, no joke, Angus wanted to name it that and just keep it so simple. But I think uh, they thought better of it, and I think Flick of the Switch is a little bit better than I Like Rock. So no spinal tap there. ACDC putting the word rock in a song title that's unheard of. Yeah. (laughs) Like, what is the hidden meaning behind the new ACDC album title? (laughs) That's almost as generic as calling it A chord. Because that's what they play yeah. every single song. Oh, man. And almost as generic as the cover of this album. That's that's the biggest downfall of it, I think, is because it's just such a plain black and white pencil sketch yeah, kind a sketch. of a it's like cover. A, it doesn't it looks stand like out. A, it's like a doodle on a napkin or something. Yeah. Yeah. But that's cool. You got a poster of it in your in your office. 
Yeah, it's old school. I had that hanging up my wall when I was a kid, and uh, you know, I got to represent at work. You know, there's not enough hard rock fans out there. Heck yeah, man! Before we get too far away from ACDC, what are your thoughts on Axel DC? You know, I, I, I it's tough. I, I love Brian Johnson so much, but I guess from what I've heard, it, it's not that bad. You know, at least they're busting out some oldies. Like I think they played "Touch Too Much" yeah. and uh, and some you know like "Riff Raff," which is awesome. Uh, I just hope if Brian can sing again, um, they bring him back. Because I just can't see Axel sticking with the band. Yeah. No, he's got his own thing going on, too, you know. But, yeah, of everything I've seen, Axel Rose killing it with ACDC. He's feeling yeah. pretty well. Yeah. All right, so what, what do you have? Breaking stereotypes. Yeah. <laughs> I know he's showing up on time. And, yeah. yeah. I love it. It's almost like they, like somebody replaced him or something. Like, well, who are you and what did you do? Right, yeah. Where's the real <laughs> Axl Rose? Oh, he's late. He'll be he's here. late. <laughs> <laughs> Running behind. Yes.
<laughs> okay, so what's your uh, third choice? Yeah, so far, so good. So, all right, thanks, guys. Um, so next I have up is uh, Badlands. And so to me, I you know, I really love to promote Badlands as much as possible because it, they just really didn't get the just do they needed. Um, there were two amazing albums, just really great bluesy hard rock albums. Ray Gillen's E was the second coming of Robert Plant and yeah. Paul Rogers. He could sing anything. I can see that. And J.K. Lee had riffs from hell. Um, you know, if you only heard his stuff from Ozzy, you really, you listen to Badlands, and it sounds completely different. He's playing these amazing sleazy blues rock lifts. It's just great stuff. And I just love the first two Badlands albums. And uh, I picked With Just on Voodoo Highway because I think it's a perfect representation of that blues rock, you know, swagger they have.
Whiskey Dust off the second Badlands album. Did I ever mention how much I love Eric Singer's drumming on that record? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we've heard that story before. Yeah, Eric Singer's heard that story before, and he wasn't real happy about it. Um, that's, no, and I don't blame him. <laughs> that's why he doesn't do a wicked Chris Sinzak impersonation. Exactly, yeah. His, his, Chris, his Aaron Camaro impersonation is really good. His Chris Sinzak impersonation is, hey, man, will, <laughs> love you, that will, you, will you sign my Voodoo Highway CD? Yeah. I love your drumming on it. Dipshit. That's <laughs> in fairness, I didn't give him the album to sign, but I just mentioned that I, that I yeah. loved it. And he's like, oh, yeah, thanks. Like, yeah. Oh, shit. But no. You should have given him the Love Gun album, too, and see if he would have signed it. So. Uh, right, no. yeah. <laughs> I love when you sing Hooligan, man. <laughs> so where is that 35 Chevy on the 55 frame these days? That's <laughs> nice. Oh, man. Yeah, although Badlands, man, that, that, that band, uh, two albums was not enough. I wish that we had gotten a lot more material out of those mm -hmm. guys. They were great. Okay, so the ne your next pick was one that I don't think Aaron or Aaron, either Aaron or I were familiar with, but uh, I'm, I'm interested in uh, what you have to say about it. Yeah, so Caritney is uh, based out of Australia, and I guess they kind of have a following in France for some reason. Um, but I, I discovered them from a really cool website called sleazerocks.com. I guess it's RLXX, not a porno site. It's this is definitely a hair metal type website. Um, but no, they have a great kind of sleazy rock vibe, kind of, you know, big 80s choruses, great hooks. Uh, really cool riffs, and no, I, I love that um, they're Welcome to the Crossroads album. And, uh, yeah, the, I, if you ever hear this on New Blood or Fresh Blood, or, um, you know, this, this would be a good, good song for that, that, that program. We also have to do another uh, Aussie Rocks episode. So we could yeah. Do yeah. Kind of surprised I missed them on the first one. But, yeah, that's, that's cool. And, uh, yeah, me too. I dug deep when we did our Aussie Rocks I did episode. Too. I don't, didn't even come across this name that I remember. And what's the name of this song we're going to hear, Brian? So this one's called Better Off Dead.
From Down Under, Better bringing it. Dead from Courtney, and it's not Cortini. It's Courtney. yeah. <laughs> it does look like that. It does play uh, eye tricks with yeah, you. Whoever, but. whoever is the idiot that designed the artwork for this week screwed it up. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. But this band's been around for a little while, and they've got a few albums out, right? Yeah, I think they have about five albums out. So, um, you know, if you're like me and you got to buy, you have to have, own the physical CD. It is kind of a chore to find them, but it's well worth it. Right on. You can probably find them on Amazon, Amazon. through the desk. That's right. Which we'll talk about more in a little bit. Um, but yeah, Courtney, I'm going to definitely check out more of that because I was really impressed with that song. Very cool. Uh, what do you got for the next song before we go into break? All right. So next up, uh, to me, are like the bastard cousins of Black Sabbath, and that is Trouble. Yes. Uh, so Trouble really came out in like the mid-'80s. Um, they were kind of doing very uh, sludgy, doomy, heavy metal in the vein of St. Vitus. Um, but to me, they didn't really hit their stride until the 1990 self-titled debut with, uh, it wasn't a debut, but the self-titled album with, um, produced by Rick Rubin. Um, and to me, you know, Eric Wagner, the lead singer, has the Aussie singing style down pat, totally old school, 70s Sabbath, just great stuff. And it has tons of layers and texture, and they throw some psychedelic uh, stuff in there, um, just really, really cool stuff. And so I love the self-titled debut. Or, or the self-titled album, and then um, Manic Frustration. And that's what uh, we're going to play today off that, and that's Memories Garden from uh, Manic Frustration. Should you go first and I remain One thing I'd have to do Walk slowly
I couldn't agree with you more. Trouble is a band that is sadly overlooked. When you look at, like, the godfathers of metal, you know, and especially that groove, like, sludge metal, these guys are, like, forefront, forefathers of that, and we're doing it at a time when that stuff wasn't really that popular. You know, Sabbath had already run its course by the time Trouble come around, Mm -hmm. and, you know, for them to come out and play that kind of hard, slow, groovy metal at a time when that wasn't the thing, you know, that took a lot of balls, but they did it and came out with some amazing albums. But you're right, their stuff in the 90s was really, really killer. That's true. That's, it's great. I, I really enjoyed that song. And I, I'm a newcomer to that band. I've only been starting to listen to them for the last couple of years. So I, I missed the boat the first time. So uh, I'm excited to hear more of that. Uh, I'm also excited to hear about something else. Yeah. This week. We're going to tell you... for a segue? I don't know. I guess I wasn't ready for it. (laughs) It's good when you're pitching, but bad when you're swinging. Okay, here we are. We're on break. That's right. Break time, sort of. We're going to get right back into the rock and roll with Brian here in a minute. So far, he's hitting it out of the park, and I'm loving the show so far. Want to take a quick break to let you know. We we tease and hint about it throughout, but want to tell you about decibelgeek.com. There's two banners on there. It's our Amazon banner, and right below that is HK Collectibles, Inc. That is a page that's in, it's on Amazon, it's a store, it's run by our friend Daryl Albert, and he's got a bunch of really cool new stuff this week, including a bunch of old Playboys that are in great condition from the 60s and 70s. Full bush. Yeah. Cool. Check it out. You like it. You love it. Pop culture of the day. He's got it. And of course, tons of concert tickets. You guys know what he what he's got. All kinds of stuff. Some of your favorite bands: Kiss, Sabbath, Priest. Just go to decibelgeek.com. Click on that HK Collectibles Inc. banner and check it out for yourselves. You're gonna thank us later, and you're gonna thank Al uh, Daryl. Do it. Yes. Do it now. Absolutely. It's good stuff. Another thing that uh, you can do while you're on Amazon is uh, you could buy your stuff there and help the show out and not have to pay another dime. Right. Boy, we're really... <laughs> I'm trying to help. I think you guys know how it works. Yeah. So you go to our website, you click on the banner, you do all your shopping. It doesn't cost you anything extra. You're helping us. We get the list. What's the list? Well, the list is the notable things that were bought in the last seven days. We don't get told who buys it, although I think I know a couple of things Brian told me he bought. Brian, you got problems, but all right. Um, <laughs> no, uh, so this I week, told you I bought the Depends, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. You're, you're getting up there. He's answering the Sinzak challenge. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well done. 
All right, so some of the notable purchases this week include some KISS assorted die-cut vinyl stickers. Right on. Uh, some Dayton audio two-way bookshelf speakers. That's good. Crank them up. Uh, the book Gun Sights by Elmore Leonard. It's a Kindle e-book that was bought. All right, now you can get anything through our link. Our listeners read. How awesome is that? I believe it. Uh, MP3's Kiss Dynasty and Unmasked Remastered were purchased. Right on. White Snake Slip of the Tongue was bought. Great one. And for full albums, Scorpion Child, Acid Roulette, and Rival Sons Hollow Bones were bought by this cool guy named Brian Davis out in uh, California. Oh, yeah. And also Death Angels, The Evil Divide. I heard that's really good. I have a few friends tell me how great it was. Right on. Yeah, Brian's not just a VIP. He actually shops through the link, and he gets his albums. He doesn't pay anything extra for them. He helps us out. Dude, you, you're helping us out left and right, man. We love you. <laughs> I'm more than happy to do it. You guys give me hours and hours of uh, immense pleasure, and uh, I I'm, can't, couldn't be happier to uh, be doing this with you guys. Very cool. Man, I can't wait to get back to the rest of this. I mean, you your picks are so good so far. This is nothing that any of us want to pick Mm-mm, it, it falls right in line with the other radio sucks episodes we've done all right well let's see where it goes from here all right next uh you guys i think you just saw them at farm rock and that's kicks and so to me kicks one of my favorite bands to come out of the, the 80s um just and you know the problem with radio and even mtv you know even the casual kicks fan all they'll see is don't close your eyes and it's it's fine as a power ballad but really that's all you're gonna you know it, it's not representative of their their sound um you know they're a hard rock sleazy acdc style band and so you know uh, i wish they had hit it bigger um but they're still out there they're still performing and they're still kicking ass yeah, and so um i picked she dropped me the bomb from arguably their most uh popular album and that's below my fuse and i think it's just a great groovy um sleaze rocker and uh, i listen to this all the time
I love me some kicks. They played that song at Farm Rock. I remember yeah. hearing it. Man. They were so good. Yeah, they were the. In my opinion, they were the best act of the whole festival, and that's really saying something. I agree. They were. Uh, they were incredible. Yeah, Steve Whiteman has not lost a thing. And, no. Uh, I mean, all those bands at Farm Rock were really, really, really good. They were good. But Kicks just had a little extra oomph yeah. that put them over the top to make them better than everybody else. They were the band that honestly made me, in my head, think I was back in 19. Yeah, it totally. Was, I was just blown away by them. Amazing band live, but uh, yeah, great song pick there, Brian. I mean, that's a really good that album and that song also. Just that's an album you can listen to from start to finish and never skip a song. Absolutely, and even their follow-up, um, Hotwire, is equally as good. I mean, that, there's a lot of good stuff that I could have picked off that, too. Definitely. So, just yeah, if, you, if anyone out there hasn't gotten the kicks yet, definitely check out all their, their stuff. It's all amazing. All right, man, you're killing it so far. Keep going. All right, next, we're going to go with another. There's a theme here, bands that should have been much bigger than what they were, and that is Love, Hate. I think if Love Hate came out two to three years earlier, they would have killed it. Because, I, I mean, I their 100%. debut, Blackout in the Red Room, is just awesome. I know some people can't get into Jizzy Pearl's voice, um, but I think it adds a uniqueness that the other bands didn't have. And so, you know, um, they actually just recently re-released um, Blackout in the Red Room on the amazing Rock Candy UK label. Um, so, again, go to the Amazon link and, and buy it. But the, the, the song I picked is She's an Angel. And the reason is because it's a power ballad, but it's not a cookie-cutter power ballad. There's some real depth, and it's dark, and it takes you places that a lot of the power ballads of the time didn't. And so um, let's go. Yeah, definitely. Let's, let's do She's an Angel from Love, Hate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trying to get in, she wants out Doing some time for small crimes to herself Sitting by a window Breathing on the glass Time will tell, time will pass Cause when you're young sometimes Little things seem larger than life She is a wild wind blowing She's my thundering ring, she is a
That's one of my all-time favorite bands, and to me, one of the most underrated bands of all time. I mean, that that first album, all their stuff is really good. You know, maybe the last couple albums that they released got a little weird, but, I mean, leading up to it, those first three are just killer. And I recommend Love Hate to anybody. When I first got introduced to Love Hate, I too, you know, I thought Jizzy Pearl's vocals were really out there, but it took me a little time listening to it. I had a friend that played it all the time. And once I got past that, and then I agree with you that, you know, his vocals are so unique that it really adds something that a different band can't touch. Like anybody that knows Jizzy Pearl, as soon as you hear his voice, you know who it is because it can't be anybody else. Love it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Loved it so much, I want to go uh, get crucified on Hollywood sign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not even that helped them with the popularity. Maybe if it had done in 88 uh, instead of 1990 or 91, I don't know. Maybe I should do that uh, while I'm in California and wear a Decibel Geek t-shirt. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I don't know if you get it up there now. Probably not. I'd be <laughs> good to... Yeah. I did good to walk up a hill. I can't walk up the ho- to the Hollywood sign. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, man. All right, so what do, what do you got for your next pick? Well, next, and I, Aaron's definitely going to agree with me on this one, but it's Ugly Kid Joe. I, I, you know, Menace to Sobriety is actually better. And I think the album just suffered because it was released in 1995. And if you weren't a grunge band, you weren't going to get noticed. And even if you put out amazing material like um, Ugly Kid Joe on Menace to Sobriety, um, to me, the intro and then leading into the song God is one of the best starts of any album of, of the 90s, in my opinion. I mean, if you're not headbanging to this song just from the intro, I mean, you are comatose. This is a great, great uh, intro and song.
kid joe came out it was at that time when everything was starting to change you know and i went over to my friend's house one afternoon we were skipping school watching some mtv and they were talking about like the top five new rock bands out right now Mm -hmm. and it was like pearl jam Soundgarden, nirvana (laughs) stone temple pilots or no alice in chains and ugly Uh kid joe you know and it was like man that ugly kid joe is awesome but they were so out of place with the other five bands but when they came out with their albums that were popular it was cool but then after that i mean i honestly think that menace to sobriety and motel california are their two best albums from their original run you know the the new stuff is killer but i think the the unheralded albums are some of their best work yeah absolutely and and uh and really motel california as you guys had had mentioned in a past episode like it's just it's completely overlooked which is a shame because there's some great stuff on that too yeah, it made me sad at the time being such a huge Ugly Kid Joe fan that nobody else was into it and how it was a real kind of eye-opening thing about how quickly a band can be loved and then dropped and just completely forgotten about. Yeah, it was kind of overnight. Yeah, it was a quick turnaround for them. It was like two years, they were hot, and then after and then that, nothing. nothing. Yeah, which I'm, I'm sure you heard uh, the interview that we did with uh, Whitfield, right? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I wasn't. I think Aaron needed depends on that one too. So. <laughs> that was back before we had the decibel geek link. I know. <laughs> I had to take my chances. Oh jeez. No, that was great. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun night. I'll. Uh, I'll if it was never up to that. if it was up to me, we just have a different member of Ugly Kid Joe on a rotating guest system. Oh jeez, the Ugly Kid Joe podcast. The Ugly Kid Show. The Ugly Kid Show. Oh boy. I'm out of here. See ya. 
All right, so what do you got for your next one, Brian? Well, next, this is a lot like uh, Caridney. This is kind of a, a little-known band from Sweden, and Sweden's really getting a lot of these great sleazy rock bands. So yes. the, the one I picked is a band called Bonafide, and they're, they're again, they're out of Sweden. And uh, to me, their fa- my favorite album from them is The Ultimate Rebel, and uh, there's a lot of kind of humble pie meets ACDC vibe to it. It's a very 70s blues rock style, which I, I really am into. And so I'm hoping that the listeners like it. So, I'm, you know, I, I, I wanted to play some bands that everyone would know about, but also some bands that nobody um, in the States might have heard of. So that's why we're doing Blue Skies Red for um, Bonafide. <laughs>
out the mm. voice on that guy. Yeah, Brian, thank you for turning us on to that. I'm going to get some of that. That's very good. Yeah, what a, that's a great singer for that band. I, w- I was really- Yeah, his name's uh, Pontus Snib, and so he does uh, solo material too, but yeah, great raspy, um, really retro so, voice. So how did you how did you discover this group? So that was actually on sleazerocks.com uh, too. They always do a year in review of their top albums, and I think Ultimate Rebel was on there, and that's how I found out. So, uh, all right, so we've got one more song pick, so we, we want to get in uh, a little bit of information before we go into the song pick and play out the show. Right, because, I mean, this is the Decibel Geek Podcast, but as we always are reminded of, we are actually a small part of the big picture here. Because what we've got going on is Decibel Geek TV on YouTube. I mean, we got Rock and Ron Runyon just cranking out the videos from Rocklahoma. And i got to plug one in particular. They, him and Rich put together this. It was like a, it, I call it Rocklahoma parking lot because yeah. it's like all of this footage. And it's like, yeah, there's footage of bands on it, but it's mostly fans. Yeah. And it's just sort of like a, like a person's view going through the whole crowd the whole time. And it is so cool. I, I, I must have watched it like three times. So it's, nice. uh, it's a really cool little re- retrospective they put together. So, yeah, Rock and Ron and Rich are just doing a great job with that. YouTube. Yeah, and if you were at Rocklahoma, you definitely want to figure that out because you might be a Decibel Geek TV star and not even know it. Yeah. It's awesome. Of course, we got, you know, YouTube rocking. That's that's killing it over mm-hmm. there. Of course, the website, that's where all the awesome articles are at. We've got bona fide writers from all over the world. They're cranking out the rock and roll they're going to these shows the ones that we can't all go to because we don't live everywhere yes you know so we've got writers everywhere and they're sending back the word to the website you're going to find out about concert reviews um interviews with some of your favorite rock stars um just just go there just go there and look you'll find it you're going to find your t-shirts at decibelgeek.com you're going to find your amazon link your link to hk collectibles um the donate button hey why not give us a tip we're djing for you today with brian's help we're doing a damn good job and uh you know of course we got our vips that's what this is really all about here today is the opportunity to show you guys what it can be like to be a vip you know not not just the extra content you get not just the chris and aaron show not just all the other crazy hijinks Mm -hmm. the the guitar picks the t-shirts and all the fun stuff that goes along with it but you could also become a part of the decibel geek podcast now this is going to be here forever and ever and ever and ever brian you're great great Great, 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 great grandkids are going to hear this and go, wow, that guy was I love awesome. It. I hope he doesn't reconsider after That's where that. we came from. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are going to have to edit a bunch of stuff out now. Yeah, I, delete, I delete, delete, that. yeah. <laughs> and also, uh, of course, we're big on social media, a lot of conversation on Facebook, and actually yeah. a, a ton on uh, Twitter and on Instagram lately. There's, so there's a lot going on these days. Right. Instagram, that's very cool, too. Yeah, everybody, you're invited to the party. These are the places you can get in. These are the doors to get into the Decibel Geek podcast party. iTunes reviews, you know, subscribe to us on iTunes. Hit us up on the Facebook page. Get all the goodies at decibelgeek.com. Check out all the cool videos at Decibel Geek TV on YouTube. Check out all the cool pictures on Instagram. We are freaking everywhere. You're invited and your friend can come. Right. Yes. Perfect. To quote Vince Neil. Okay. So, Brian, I hope you've enjoyed this. I uh, hope it's been worth it to you. Oh, absolutely. I, 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 I'll do it again. I'm going to be donating 10,000 more times to give nice. you guys that yacht you've been hoping for. Um, 
We'll love to do it again with you guys. Very cool, we'll be man. Docked right next to Jack Russell. Yeah, your that's right. Your picks have been top notch today. This is nothing that normally the kind of music that we would play. You've done your homework well. Obviously, you didn't have to because you've been a friend of the show for a very long time. So, how are we going to wrap things up today? Well, Aaron, thanks to you and uh, thanks to promoting this amazing band, Hair of the Dog. Um, not the Irish folk rock band. I'm talking about the hard rock band. That, that's um, that we really should promote because they're awesome. And so um, thanks to you guys promoting, having the great Hair of the Dog episode, um, I went out and bought those three albums, and they're just they're stellar. They're just awesome. From 1997, the party ain't over because with the Decibel Geek, the party is never over with this podcast. The sun down, we're getting a little crazy. A little drunk and piss off the neighbors. All night, we're going to turn it up loud. Rock and roll in decades, you don't know.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 